0: hello lovely humans let's talk about how wonderful the world is
1: are you mad it's bloody awful out there it's just the worst
0: boom, boom. that was uh we're alive hi everyone oh hey we're not really live we um we pre-record we are live. the shows but
1: you don't Know it. <laughs> you're not here with us. Right. We could, we, be, are. we could actually be dead Yeah. as this is playing, but we're not. We're just recording this for you to enjoy mm-hmm. in your own time. Yeah. We're considerate that way. <laughs> you can
0: listen to it at your leisure.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, what you're listening to is actually just the worst podcast. Oh, that's right. If that hasn't become obvious. Already? Yeah, if
1: you can't read. <laughs> and I'm Patty. If fatty. just clicking weird buttons. And that's Valentina. Mm, I'm the dick. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you say that? Well, because I'm just over here talking shit and you're like, yeah, that's her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so nothing's changed since last week. Nope. She's still a dick and I'm still S- trying to be nice to her. Still a here. monster. <laughs> still a saint. <laughs>
1: So there's that. The facts have not changed. Nope. Dun dun.
0: Dun dun, dun. Um anything new happening? <laughs> Exciting? Good news? Bad news? Oh my gosh. Did you hear about the active shooter at YouTube? Sure did. Do you did you hear how many people died?
1: None. None? Just her. And it was a female shooter. Female shooter. So that's different. She was a vegan
0: damn it well you know not eating sugar uh not sugar because we eat sugar literally any of the good butter things dairy or dairy or eggs crazy. or meat can really make you angry yeah we no do-
1: she was mad because she thought youtube was cutting her off from her monetizing oh so she was a youtube channels. video person yeah she had really weird wow. videos about veganism and about god knows what else
0: man and she just went on a crazy rampage and so she killed herself
1: I think so. And then which the hy- is always so annoying, right? That they don't and have I to face like justice. And I feel it's really annoying when and I mean I literally have no experience with this, but when like the first responders or whatever like shoot dead the the shooter. I'm like, "Oh, I wanted to hear what he had to say. <laughs> Where's his manifesto? Why can't you just literally
0: shoot his legs off of him?" Because uh, they probably have the gun in their hands. But so I'm they want pretty them to sure not if you just shoot.
1: fire, rapid fire, like across the thighs and cripple this person, he cannot shoot
0: you. Valentina is very into shooting people's
1: knees out. I'm big on, yeah, <laughs> I'm big on torture and no death. Yes. Because I want to hear... Your fucking excuses, so, you piece of. So of like shit. Dylan
0: Roof, he didn't he didn't kill himself, right? Like that was the guy at the church that killed all those the people with the orange hair. Mm, did he have orange hair? No, I don't think he did. He was like the white supremacist or the oh. kid who who shot up a a predominantly black church in the south somewhere, mm. killed a bunch of people, and he didn't kill himself. So he ended up getting I think he got the death penalty. Nice. Yeah, he got some years, but he I think he also had a manifesto and a Facebook page that really. Oh, Expounded on his beliefs. Dick munches with their manifestos. And I saw something today that there was a lockdown at Menlo Atherton High School.
1: Oh, today. no. Not our rich children. Mm-hmm. Right around the corner from your house. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Even though I live in Reno.
0: Exactly. Right around the corner from your old house <laughs> before you moved to <laughs> that Reno. That I still
1: check into.
0: <laughs> yeah. But I don't know why. I guess, I mean, this is the difference, though. From what I understood from the story was there was a picture on some social media of some student at that school at some time having had a gun. Oh. So they locked the school down to enable the police to help investigate it, which I assume means pull him out of class. Super. That's what happens at Menlo Atherton High School. (laughs) (laughs) Other high schools... The kid can be on Facebook going, I'm going to kill all the students at the right? school. I'm going on a rampage. I'm going to call the FBI and tell them that I have 14 guns and I'm going to go kill everybody. And mm-hmm. I'm going to, you know, and like he did all that shit in Florida. And everyone's
1: like, yeah, let's just you see know, how this place. That's on. exactly. Yeah. In Menlo, they're like, we heard you looked at a weapon. <laughs> we're going to, we're, we're gonna to need, need to talk
0: to you about that. And Come we're probably going to have to put you into some sort of... Yeah. Rehabilitation. We, you,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> so that you can get the help that you need.
1: I need you to call your mom Be- because and pull her out of Pilates. <laughs> <laughs> get your dad on the phone. I know he's your lawyer. Uh-huh. Mm. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So that was, that's, again,
1: with the social Again with equality, the privilege.
0: Again with the privilege. It just never stops, you guys. Never, ever. Yeah, nobody situation. got me out of jail. And I'm white. Wait, I want to hear this story. Nope. You can't start like that.
1: No, no, I, I thought, but, just hypothetically.
0: Uh, <laughs> is that attorney-client privilege thing that you were telling me about before? No, uh,
1: I mean it is a pretty good. It, it, okay, it is a good story. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you talked me I into mean, it. Nobody likes to admit being arrested, but uh, no. So it was Fourth of July. I don't even know what year it was we were floating the river in austin (laughs) which if you are from texas it means that you all sit in inner tubes and you have a cooler in an inner tube with all of your alcohol in it and you all float down the river together so like this place will drop you off at a spot and you will float down river and then they will pick you up at a certain point like two hours later So I'm the fucking asshole that can't just sit in her tube and drink beers like a normal person. I got to get out. I got (laughs) to swim. I got to flex my arms. I got to find some turtles. And then I got to catch the turtles. (laughs) And I got to show the girls and scare them because that's normal. And so (laughs) while I'm doing this, I'm just taking sips of everybody's beers, while I'm doing it. So I have just no idea how much alcohol I'm consuming. So we get to the end of this amazing parade of just alcoholism. And everybody gets up, gets out of their tubes, walks to the bus, and I try to stand up and it is not happening. <laughs> gravity is like, "No, friend, come come lie down with us." So I'm like, "Motherfucker." So I manage to like beat gravity and I stand up. And I get my shit together. and But by the time that happens, all of my friends have left. There's like three people that are still... Your friends left you in that condition? Yeah, they're horrible people. That is terrible. Yeah, so... those guys. Most of them leave. And then there's like a handful of us just fucking drunkards left. And so I get in this car with a friend, with a, you know, college... Friend, friend, person, friend of friend of friend, <laughs> uh, who was also drunk, which I should not have done, but it's fucking Texas, so you're literally like. Well, at least we're not lighting fireworks out of our asses, so we're probably still legal, and that's probably legal too. So <laughs> he's going at least a thousand miles an hour down the highway, which I probably should have been like, "Yo, bro, mm, chill, maybe slow down." Mm-hmm. So the cops are behind us, mm, pull us over, uh, pull us over on this very large shoulder, and it's a million degrees. It's the fourth of, it's the third of July. Uh it's hot. I open the door because I'm fucking hot. And I'm in a bathing suit with just like a, a gentleman's polo shirt over my body <laughs> for some modicum of modesty. And he goes through the sobriety test. Fucking fails. Shocker. All right. Uh, and then they try to grab me and say that I'm drunk in public. And I'm like, "Haha, uh-huh, I wouldn't be in public If you didn't pull me out of this vehicle, you asshats. they're like, no, 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 you're drunk in public. And then one of my friends. That's kind of bullshit. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then one of my friends pulls up behind me and says, just give us Valentina. Just give give her to (laughs) us. Give us us that one. We will take her away from you and you can arrest Royce. Like, that's fine. The (laughs) fucking cops are like, no, no, no. Public intoxication, we're fucking taking her to jail. So they throw me in the back of the cop car, and it's absolute garbage. They take me to jail. I have to sleep in goddamn jail with some fucking real weirdos that go to jail on July 3rd (laughs) or probably any time. They go there. I go there. I learn that you should probably say that you're suicidal because then they check on you every hour so that way you can figure out what time it is because you don't have a fucking clock. Mm. Fun, fun fact. Pro tip for you guys. <laughs> uh, you should steal a roll of toilet paper to make your pillow because ah. you don't get pillows. And it's fucking negative one million degrees in gonna there. So it's you're gotta be freezing cold. cold. They take all your clothes and they put you in their little prison scrubs. And you're goddamn freezing. <laughs> and then they parade you out when they feel like it to take her picture. And I looked fucking amazing. And I, no Lindsay Lohan situation here. But took my picture. And then, and then they fucking set you free when you're on bail. And you don't get to keep your stupid scrubs, you get to put back on what you were arrested in. So for me, that was my bikini and a polo shirt. <laughs> and they just let you out. Did and nobody I'm like, come pick you up? Did you I'm have. Like, what do I do now? And they're like, well, there's a payphone at like the 7 Eleven down the street. And you're like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm going, what? No, no. So yeah, I fucking hoof it down to the 7 Eleven. Fucking payphone outside. I have to call, collect. How many phone numbers do you know by heart? None. None. Your parents? Yeah. You fucking know your parents' phone number. <gasps> so you fucking call your parents in California <laughs> and you are a 30 whatever year old woman <laughs> calling your parents from a payphone in your bathing suit in goddamn fucking middle of Texas saying, So I just got out of jail. Please don't (laughs) disown me. Can you call some of my friends? Maybe they'll come get me. And they did just that. And then my friend Lauren came and got me. And I was super pissed at her for not being there, like, when the jail opened. (laughs) But it was 4th of July, so she was like, I didn't know when the judge was going to show up. So I fucking... So she picks me up. We go back to some house. I try to get ready for this fucking party that's happening. Like a pool party. So I try to like put on a happy face and then just show up to the party like hey guys. You did not let that interrupt the party at all? What have you guys been up to? That's amazing. Yep. You are a trooper. Yep. Then just had a beer and was like, well, good times. The things we do for love. (laughs) (laughs) And by love I mean alcohol. <laughs> Both, same thing. Really. But I love the fact that it took me until I turned 30 to get arrested. I can't believe they alcohol. arrested you for that. That okay, is but, such bullshit. Okay, but the super fun conclusion of the story is mm-hmm. that uh it turns out it is not legal to arrest someone as a passenger. In a DUI situation for being drunk in public because you obviously caused them to be in public drunk. Right. Because you forced them out of this car. So, Marzerotti v. Texas. Yes. Is a, like, a landmark case that stands for you not being able to be Fucking thrown down for being drunk in public. So we can actually look pastor. that up
0: in the statutes, and that sure. is one of the the standard bears for drunken people. Yes. And with of course, drunken my, friends who are driving.
1: My attorney. God bless her. God bless her. Saint of all saints. Uh, she got to watch the video of me in the cop car. Uh huh. And apparently there was no sound, but it was just basically me trying to kick out the windows no.
0: <laughs> of the <laughs> cop car. So you were drunk. She's
1: like, I'm pretty sure if he there would have been audio, you would just be in prison. And I'm like, I can't believe
0: they even wanted time. to arrest you, behaving like that. Like, just fuck, give just it, just it to your friend. Give her to
1: your friend. Get that off your. And that's docket. why, like, I want to like police, right? Like, I want to think that they're not just the kids that got fucking picked on and kicked in the shins in middle school. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they did that, that they took me, made me sleep in jail in my fucking bikini. Be- like, fuck you guys. You're just a bunch of dicks. Yeah.
0: That's a pretty dick move. I've but met some that cops that are right, But the fact that we beat them is great. Yeah. So. That's, maybe it was just, I mean, I have had my fair share of run-ins with cops that I thought were being unfair or right? <laughs> terrible people. Um, but
1: they may not be right. I think I, be think like, I think I hmm. think I was
0: actually the terrible person in that particular. Mm-hmm. Most of those instances turns out since I've stopped doing things that are wrong. Oh, they're way nicer. Uh
1: yeah.
0: So weird. And really they do weird do how do it that works. That. Yeah, yeah.
1: I have met nice cops. Yeah, <laughs> Me but too. anyways, that's my story. Totally just hijacked your
0: no. Moment. That I'm... is an amazing story, and it. It um it kind of leads to our topic today. Does it? Because if you were a boy oh. and you were in Florida and that no. same thing had happened, you might have found yourself at a place called the Florida School for Boys. Oh, no. A.K.A. Arthur G. Dozier School for Boys. Sounds like a bunch of garbage. A.K.A. the White House. No.
1: Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I've heard the legends about the White
0: House. Yeah, well, this place—I mean, it was around until 2011.
1: I think was when it closed. That was pretty close. Yeah,
0: it opened in 1900, January 1st, 1900.
1: Oh, that's a that's a long-standing institution. A long-standing institution, and it's surprising People like beating up boys. It turns out,
0: <laughs> yeah, they really do. And apparently, this was the place to go and work if that was your jam. Mm. Yeah. Um, so it was for a while the largest juvenile reform institution in the United States. But they sent boys there for things like rape and assault. Yeah, so, yeah. yes, reform yeah. school. But also for skipping school or smoking cigarettes or oh. running from broken homes. They also sent orphans there. Oh. Um, the ages ranged from five
1: years old to
0: 20 years old
1: oh what no (laughs) this all is a recipe of terrible (laughs)
0: sounds like a good idea hey
1: did you rape someone yes well we're gonna bunk you with this gentleman that lost his parents (laughs) oh that sounds appropriate thank you yeah uh
0: so throughout its 111 year history the school had gained a reputation for abuse beatings rapes torture Uh and even murder of the students by staff um and despite like there was investigations there was people calling it out all the time there was changes in leadership promises to improve allegations and the cruelty and the abuse went on for years like basically mm. from 1903 to 2011. oh this shit a, yeah That's went on and on it's like a minute too long a minute too long so it um it was an open campus It had about 1,400 acres without any perimeter fencing. Mm-hmm. And they would put on a good show, like the parents that did come, like they would have Christmas celebrations and things like that. So they, to, the, to, the, to the uninformed eye, it mm-hmm. could look like a fairly decent place for kids to go. Um, it was overseen by the governor and the cabinet of Florida, and which was acting as the board of commissioners for state institutions mm-hmm. it opened in 1900 like i said uh the first indication that there were perhaps problems with the running of the school occurred in 1903 mm-hmm. when an inspection reported that the children at the school were commonly kept in leg irons oh <laughs> so yeah yeah maybe okay for the guy who's raping people or stealing cars or whatnot not really generally maybe
1: yeah
0: it is supposed to be also a reform school but when you think about like a five-year-old orphan yeah right probably don't go Mm. right to like irons so um also in the first two decades of its existence investigators discovered that the school administrators were hiring out boys to work with state convicts (laughs) they learned they learned that students were brutally beaten with a leather strap attached to a wooden handle in 1914, six boys and two staff members died trapped in a burning dormitory. Mm. Um, a grand jury learned that while that happened, the superintendent and staff were in town on a pleasure bent.
1: I S- don't know what that is, but I want to. I think know it about means that.
0: that they were in town getting hammered. And oh,
1: so my life is just a pleasure bent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> tell you my tell Sorry, <laughs> right, mom. I'm on a pleasure <laughs> bent.
1: I'm on a prolonged pre- pleasure bent. Yeah, I got shit to do. <laughs> this pleasure bent is just not. Suffer fools,
0: <laughs> it does suffer quite a lot of fools actually. <laughs> you have to sit with me every week, so
1: mm, there's that. No, Patricia. oh i don't. Sorry. Do it. You're the light of my life. <laughs> oh,
0: then that's why I show up every week because you're so <laughs> nice. Uh, in March of 1958, a Miami psychologist and former staff member at the school told a U.S. Senate committee about mass beatings with a heavy three and a half inch wide leather strap. Ooh. He said, the blows are very severe. They are dealt with a great deal of force with a full arm swing overhead and down with a strap, a leather strap approximately a half inch thick and about 10 inches long with a wooden formed handle. This is 1958. This is somebody talking to the U.S. Senate. Forget that. So what happens? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> the Senate is useless. <laughs> so yeah, maybe you should do something. Okay, we'll do something about that. Yeah, tell <laughs> their
1: moms about it. Right. Or... Yeah. In
0: 1968, so this is 10 years later. <gasps> that was the governor, year my parents got married.
1: What? That was the year my parents
0: got oh, married. Oh, that's so exciting. And they uh, uh, little uh, uh, did they know that this shit was happening. travesty just... was
1: happening around their <laughs> celebration of <that>.
0: love. <laughs> Other people were being hurt and harmed. While they, and they were had just the nerve enjoying themselves, they get fucking committed to
1: each other for life. How dare they? Crazy. Gross.
0: So the governor went and visited what this school, they called it Mariana, also. I think that was the town it was in. Okay. He found holes in the leaking ceilings and broken walls, bucket toilets, bunk beds crammed mm. together to accommodate overcrowding, no heat in the winter, mm. and he declared it a training ground for a life of cl- crime. Mm. A year later, a reporter for the Christian Science Monitor went to the school and found a 16-year-old in solitary confinement. He had eaten a light bulb. Oh, like you do. (laughs) Yeah, then used a glass diffuser pried from a lighting fixture to gash his arm a dozen times from wrist to elbow. Mm
1: -hmm. And, like,
0: nobody did anything about it. Did he die, at least? I don't think he did die. Well, he might have. I don't know.
1: A A
0: lot of kids died. Uh, And that was in the main facility. Mm. But, in 1929 there was a special facility that was built. It was an 11-room concrete block detention building containing two cells, one for white kids and one for black kids. Mm. Um, and it was constructed to house the incorrigible or violent students. And it was nicknamed the White House. Oh. And so there's this whole group of, of men now who are called the White House boys who lived through what happened in this building. So mind you, conditions in the main facility Bad mm-hmm. conditions at the White House worse. worse. <laughs> um, so the kids who were there during the 50s and 60s uh claim that one room was used for whipping the white boys and another for black boys, and this was in the oh. White House. The whippings were carried out just like the other guy had said with a three-foot-long belt made of leather. Hmm. Um, and it had metal in it that they they beat them through like with their underwear on. Oh. But they beat them so hard that their underwear got embedded in their skin. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No. <clears throat> nope.
0: No, thank you. Um one inmate claimed that now <laughs> it's really interesting because it goes from calling them students and kids mm. to inmate. Oh. <laughs> That's <laughs> was a, fun a very twist. interesting uh, conversion. This is not there. aligned
1: with our mission statement at of all,
0: reforming but... and rehabilitating. Right. Hmm. Yeah, well, one claims that he was there 11 times with, and receiving uh, received a total of over 250 lashes. Oh. Others allege that they were whipped until they lost consciousness. Hmm. And if you cried, they hit you harder.
1: Well, Or I mean, longer. that should be <clears throat> the standard for any family. You were told to shut up
0: when yeah. you got in there. Don't um, cry, you little bitch. So one boy described it um, as the stench hitting him as he walked through the door. He tripped and fell. A man grabbed him and slung him on a bloody mattress. Over his shoulder, he could see the man had only one arm. So that's like how they kind of just, yeah, they kind of figured out who one of these guys was. He was told to bite the pillow, lay down, hold the rail, don't make a sound. And Mm -hmm. he could hear the strap coming. It started with a pivot, the shuffle of boots on concrete. The strap hit the wall, then the ceiling, then his thighs, back, and buttocks. Jesus, yeah, felt like an explosion. No, I
1: don't like that.
0: There was apparently sometimes there was lines of boys outside waiting to be beaten, just listening to the other boys inside screaming. No. Um, There was also supposedly a rape room in this building. Oh. Where the kids were sexually abused. Um, some of the complainants said that the victims were as young as nine years old Uh, so there was a big uh, report from in the St. Petersburg Times and I think it was in 2010 that this report came out Mm -hmm. Um, and this was talking to the gentleman much further down the line obviously they were all adults Um, they said they all remember the same thing blood on the walls Bits of lip or tongue on the pillow. Oh,
1: fantastic.
0: Because they were biting it so hard. or biting themselves so hard. The smell of urine and whiskey. Nice. The way the bed springs sank with each blow.
1: So basically just college.
0: (laughs) The way they cried out for Jesus (laughs) or mama. um, And the one-armed man who swung the strap. So they all remember this one-armed man.
1: That's heartbreaking.
0: Heartbreaking. I mean, and you think like these kids, they go, they get in there. And so there was a story about one kid... Who, um, he ended up there. He wanted to go there because he thought it would be better than where he lived at home and he got into a little bit of trouble and he's like, when can I go? I'd rather go there. Mm. I hear they have a football team. Mm. I hear they have this. And so he went there. He got in a fight because a bunch of kids tried to beat him up because they're all freaking animals living Mm. in this place because they're treated like that. He gets in trouble for getting in a fight and ends up at the White House getting his ass handed Mm. to him yeah um and this went on boy after boy after boy year after year after year mm. uh, one guy remembered a kid who tried to run away and died from exposure while hiding under a cottage another what? had a story about a boy who was taken to the white house and never seen again oh um, i bet there's a hundred of those yeah there. well there actually are several, quite a few mm. um Most of the men recall being beaten by two staffers, so they know who they are, R.W. Hatton and the one-armed man, Troy Tidwell. I think one of them is still alive. Fucking Troy. Um, At least three men describe being sexually abused by guards. Uh, One guy remembered watching a boy get stuffed into an industrial dryer. What? (laughs) He thinks he was killed that way. Oh, my God. He also remembered another boy um, that he saw die in the bathtub after he'd been beaten. This Mm -hmm. says half to death, but clearly he'd been beaten to death. death. He's mostly Um, dead. And now he's totally dead. Uh, There is a small cemetery that was on the grounds. It had 31 white crosses with no names. Um, So they started to do an investigation on that. And one of the groundskeepers does remember digging boy-sized holes, is what he called it. Boy-sized holes. So in 1968, the governor um went and visited the school and found all those poor conditions etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm. um and then he said somebody should have blown the whistle on this a long time ago oh, oh you think yeah oh. <laughs> and so this was the year when they officially abolished corporal punishment at the school mm-hmm. so this guy who says they should have blown the whistle on this guess what he does about it
1: um uh, nothing. maybe nothing, <laughs> nothing.
0: <laughs> um so in 1969 the school changed hands It went under the newly created department of health and rehabilitative services oh man in 1978 a guy named jack levine heard about all this stuff going on he was working with kids at some other facility and they told him how bad it was there so he went to visit this is 1978 78 that's like pretty yesterday
1: like touchy feely kids are great blah 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 shit
0: like we cared about kids then
1: i'm pretty sure like in
0: 1903 we probably didn't care
1: about them that much no uh, we they were just little workers in our <laughs> factories <laughs> 50s no yes. just silent monsters there was no such a thing as teenagers
0: back then just no childhood and then
1: adult. Se- but 70s i feel like they kind of got their shit respected
0: yeah so this guy went to go check it out and see what was going on mm. um he recalled seeing a long hallway lined with metal doors it was dark and reeked of body odor and urine And he went to meet one of the kids that that were being kept there. Um, So there was top and bottom slip locks and bolts. And one of them wouldn't even budge. So clearly they hadn't even opened the door Mm -hmm. in quite a while. Um, inside Inside the cell, when he got in, there was a concrete slab, not a mattress. There was... A small, very thin, frightened boy with a shaved head and pajama bottoms on, with no shirt. Mm. He had no idea how long he'd been there.
1: Oh no! Uh,
0: but the guard said he'd been there a while. In quotation marks. Good old while.
1: <laughs> you know, a while. Anywhere from two months to uh, forty-seven when he, years.
0: So the guy asked Levine. Asked the guard, like, "Why is this guy? Why is this kid here?" And the guard told him he was locked up for his own protection. He um, had been getting sodomized with a broom handle by the older boys. So they locked him in solitary confinement. Oh, that's great. Uh-huh.
1: Very his head good. had been
0: shaved because he was pulling out his hair. Oh, when what? Asked, when asked if the boy was getting any help, the guy replied, we just passed the food in.
1: 1978. Okay, no. <laughs> I don't even like people in this gives me a feeling. Years and years and
0: years of this going on and people going, well, wow, this really shouldn't be going on. No. And it just and keeps how, going on.
1: How did these kids,
0: and they probably didn't, how did they turn out okay? Oh, I will get to that. Mm, um, girl, yeah. So in 1982, an inspection revealed that 82 boys were being hogtied and kept in isolation for weeks at a time. Oh, no. Uh, So Levine finally brought all of this to the attention of the ACLU. And in Mm. 1983, there was a class action lawsuit that was filed on behalf of the students. Um, You would think that that would have curbed the behavior. (laughs) But no, you'd be wrong. No. Um, And apparently this kind of treatment was pretty common in the Florida penal system. Um, I mean, in 1985, it emerged that young ex-inmates of the school who were then sentenced to jail terms for crimes they committed while they had subsequently been the victims of torture mm. there, went to Jackson County Jail, and what they did to them there was handcuff the teenagers and then hang them from the bars of their ceilings, of their cells, sorry, sometimes for over an hour. Oh, yeah. Uh, the guards stated that their superiors approved of this practice and that it was routine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Um, sounds super annoying So now we're gonna go into the 21st century oh because zoom the school <laughs> because nobody's done anything about I this bet everything school. is gonna get better everything's getting better yes Yay. they have now changed everything everybody has their own room <sighs> um, with air conditioning and a TV Mm-mm. and they have calisthenics every morning. And, oh
1: yeah teenagers great. love it, calisthenics. <laughs>
0: calisthenics yes they do oh. uh, so from July 2004 to March 2009.
1: Mm.
0: the DCF investigated 316 allegations of abuse at the school Um, 17 of those were verified 33 had some indicator of legitimacy one incident was caught on security camera it's now on YouTube I did not look for it but I'm going to Mm. Um, then on February 11th 27 2007 there was a skinny 18 year old named Justin Caldwell he was standing still... Oh, this is the incident. He was standing in the dormitory at the school. A heavyset guard approaches him and stands there for a moment. Then he grabs Caldwell by the throat and slams him backward on the ground. The guard drags the boy into the center of the room, his head bleeding, and leaves him. He looks to be unconscious, and his legs are twitching. And they just left him there. Mm. Uh, But, good news, two months later, the school superintendent and that guard were fired.
1: Uh, but they found him sooner than that. <laughs> they I did, hope.
0: yes, like, and they had a video of it. <laughs> two I months know. later, they found him, <laughs> and he was like, yo, bro. That was uncalled for. Uh, state officials decried operational problems at the school. This was in 2007. Oh, man. That the span of chain of command from top to bottom was all screwed up, and the school's 200 employees would be trained to use verbal intervention instead of physical contact. Oh,
1: no. Uh,
0: in April of that year, so two months later... <laughs> <laughs> which is about the same amount of time. Uh, acting superintendent of the school and one other employee were fired following allegations of abuse of inmates. Um, in late 2009, mm-hmm. the school failed its annual inspection. The inspection found that the school failed to deal properly with a large numbers of complaints from the boys held there, <laughs> including allegations of continued mistreatment by the guards. Um, and one of the state reps said, well, the system is struggling to move on from its long-standing culture of violence and abuse. So that's why it's having, it's just having a hard
1: time. I mean, mean, they're so used to beating the kids. But I'm not, like, mm, I can't begin to know what either side of it is like, but I've watched enough shows about, like, fucking thuggish kids Mm -hmm. and asshole inmates. They are like, how do you expect me to just keep giving you all of these chances? Like, you're being a fucking monster. Yes. I don't. I mean, All of them. Yeah. I'm glad I'm not in charge of fucking anything because. <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, the group uh, into Hatchby Marley's Mutt's, they do yeah. this huge rehab program with aggressive or shy or nervous dogs with inmates. Uh huh. And the progress that both the human and the dog make is insane. Like, it's, it'll make you like cry tears out of your face which I didn't think I could do anymore but these guys are like no I just saw that he was nervous and I didn't want to project that so I wanted to be kind and gentle with him and so I projected that and then anytime he got nervous I realized that it was coming from me and I'm like how do you have this amazing like intuition about this dog like can you please carry this on to like the human world well
0: it might be I mean and I think you might be able to relate to this a little, um that that's like a safe place to put your emotional uh, like with animals. effort, you know, yeah, because yeah. there's no chance of like uh it hurting you back, like you know what I mean, like it's I not good yeah. like
1: they can, but they they're gonna bite can't. you,
0: but they're not gonna like right. you know break your heart or what I guess they could, but it's a lot safer than right. a person, people are dangerous. <laughs>
1: But God, I feel like there's just so much to learn from that entire program.
0: Yeah, for sure. They, and they do those in a lot of prisons, right? Like they or they train guide dogs and stuff like that too.
1: Yeah, yeah. and the, the the rehabilitation that the prisoners go through, uh-huh. I find is just astounding. To where they, and I don't know if it's just like. They were killing other gang members or other fucking dickhead citizens that they didn't like, that they couldn't find an amount of humanity with. And that's different. But like the fact that they can identify with these animals and think he feels fear and I'm projecting this and I want him to feel this way. Like I, oh, I just like pray that it, it somehow, like. <laughs> leaked are you what are you, are you laughing because i'm trying to be deep you're so mean to me anyways you're I just hope, struggling so hard to No, i just hope everybody dies mean. and fucking all coming to your Fuck funeral everyone and, yeah i'm gonna pour wine on your grave bye What do you have to say, Patty? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would have
0: to say that those places that do have programs like that actually care about rehabilitation, and I don't think this school did.
1: Oh, well.
0: Um, So a U.S. Justice Department report in 2010 found that 11.3% of the boys housed at the school reported that they had been subjected to sexual abuse by staff using force, and another 10.3 reported that they had been subjected to uh, sexual abuse without the use of force. But apparently this was deemed as average for the 195 institutions that were included in the report. So I guess that's okay. Um, And the class action suit that was brought about against the state by the White House boys uh, was shot down in February 2010. Um, There had been more than 200 men signed on to it. One of the guys was dead, but the one-armed man was still alive. He was named in the suit. But it was dismissed by a judge in Leon County, Florida, because the statute of limitations had run out, which I think is fucking bullshit too.
1: I think all statutes
0: <laughs> of limitations are bullshit. Well, like the ones about just like stealing stuff, and if you don't get caught for seven years, are okay.
1: Yeah, but is that even a like active thing? I don't know. I, I feel no like idea. the only time I hear about statute of limitations is like three.
0: <clears throat> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but historical so historical records show that nearly one hundred boys ages six to eighteen died at the school between nineteen hundred oh, and nineteen seventy three. Many are not identified and were buried in unmarked locations. Oh, shit. So I mentioned that there was a um a small cemetery that had mm. thirty one crosses. Um, but there was researchers from the University of South South Florida spent three years exhuming human remains from the school's land, ultimately discovering fifty one sets of remains. Oh, no um the final report released there's uh said that in total 55 burials were located at the former school um the graves were in places like outside in the woods mm-hmm. under a roadway under mm. a brush mm. um and under like a big tree so they were like hiding these fucking bodies oh, no. um so um as an esteemed institution of rehabilitation mm-hmm. so it actually at least is closed now and this in 2011 so six years ago this thing went on for almost six no over 100 years mm. 111 years it went on with people knowing from the fucking get-go that they were behaving like fucking animals mm. people are the <coughs> worst people, people the are the worst. Worst. the worst you think the people that are going into these institutions are the worst but no sometimes people that are running these institutions are even worse than that Oh, no. It's always
1: the people (laughs) running out. Yeah, it's true. I've seen Shawshank Redemption.
0: I was thinking of that one movie with the priests and Kevin Bacon. What? And where they were all getting raped by these priests. And one of them (laughs) ended up killing that priest. And they all had to go to court for him. Oh, they Robert De Niro was in it. Oh. Uh, Such a good movie. Sleepers. Uh. Sleepers. Really? So good. You don't know that one. Oh. <laughs> if you really have excited, not seen it, see that. it. It is heartbreaking mm. and sad and tragic and My so good.
1: leading creepy priest murder movie yes. is uh, what's the Edward Norton Richard Gere one?
0: Oh, uh, Primal, no, Primal Fear. Yeah, Primal
1: Fear. Oh, oh, no spoilers. spoilers. If you've been living under a rock for at least 40 years, you need to climb on out. Like, flex your gills uh-huh. and go watch this movie. Yeah. Because it's fucking bananas. Amazing. And it was one of the few movies in my life where I was like, oh, I did not see that right. coming. Yeah, that
0: was really good. And it was a good movie. Um, yeah, really good. And so, I mean, so I had mentioned that in Sleepers, one of the guys came back and killed the priest. Um fucking Sorry, yes. spoiler again. so uh many of the children who left the school in the 50s and 60s went on to rape and rob and kill big fucking surprise great um and here's a here's a short list After 14 months at the school, Leon Holston killed three younger boys in Pompano Beach. He has been serving a life sentence in state prison since 1968.
1: No, thank you.
0: Roger Lee Cherry is facing execution for the 1986 murder of an elderly woman. Robert Hendricks is on death row for shooting a Sorrento man and slitting his wife's throat in 1991. Frank Smith died on death row. Don Duncan is serving life for the 1990 murder of his fiance in the Orange County home they shared. He broke a knife off in the woman's back in front of her 13-year-old daughter. Oh. Uh, George Goaway has been arrested 38 times, most recently accused
1: 30- of- wait! He's been arrested 38 times? 38 times. How, how do you, what? How do you <laughs> exist? Right, you went
0: through it once, and look at what it did to you. Uh,
1: yeah, I don't <laughs> even know who I am anymore. I just yeah. drank myself to uh, death in this tiny weight. room.
0: Uh, he most recently was accused of cocaine possession and sale. It would not surprise me if all of these guys were- just trying to self-medicate. Um, he says mm. he's clean now, uh, and he has a stable job, but he blames the school for ruining his life. Mm. Uh, Manuel Giddens, shortly after his release, he broke into a hardware store in Fort Myers. Then he started running marijuana and cocaine out of Columbia. Mm. Um, a logical next step. Yeah, after a and he store. has been in and out of prison for 40 years. What? Robert Straley stopped leaving the house because when he, he had a meltdown at Walmart, so now he's afraid to go out. Don't we all? Roger Kaiser is on his sixth marriage and still has trouble with hugs. He can't be hugged. I but have he's trouble got with six, hugs, but... but he's
1: got six fucking people to marry him. Well, thank oh, you very much. <laughs> but they didn't let us because
0: he couldn't hug. Well,
1: Charles Rambo
0: couldn't I'm sleep in the dark hugger. until he was 25. James Griffin is 63 and still can't. Um, can't
1: sleep in the dark yeah he's 63. oh i thought i was messed up
0: eddie horn sometimes has phantom pain he says i'll be laying in bed and i can feel the pain from where they beat me i just want to go there and make them pay and these stories like i stopped writing them down at that point because they just go on and on and on and on (gasps) our esteemed correctional facilities everyone this is a great example, and these were boys. I mean, mm. and the fact that, like, the thing that really—not that anybody deserves that at all—but right. the fact that there was such a wide range of
1: right criminality. Like, you're an orphan? Fuck like, you, oh, you raped somebody. You guys hang out.
0: Yeah, I don't understand what they were thinking. Putting, I mean, I guess, like you were saying, kids at that time were pretty disposable. Yeah, and they just—they didn't see them as kids necessarily like that you're right they did work in the factories and they did just grow up really fast and they got married at 15 and they you know um but still you would think you would look at a kid who just didn't have parents and a kid who got caught raping somebody and (laughs) not think that they should be in the same place yeah it's fucking nuts and i think they probably i hope they didn't really go into this too much anything i read um would have started like doing that differently Yeah. As years went on, and like as we became aware that there was a teenage and an adolescence, Mm -hmm. and yada, 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 you know? But the fact that that shit went on until 2007 was the last, I think, 2007 was the last reported incident, and it still stayed open another four years. Mm. And they started reporting the violence and abuse in uh, 1903. God. I mean, seriously? Yeah,
1: I just, I don't think anybody has figured it out. Not the way that they're doing it is a good answer to it. But, like, I don't have a good answer to it. To rehabilitation? Right, like, how do you know when, like, the kid that you're working with is genuinely going to be like, oh my god, I had no empathy at that age. I didn't understand what I was doing. I'm a new person versus a kid that's like, yeah, I don't fucking care. I just want to fucking inflict as much pain as I can on everybody.
0: Yeah, I guess that would be like some serious psychological
1: testing. Perhaps? Right. And like, wouldn't the crazy kid learn to hide it? Like the Ted Bundy's and the John Wayne Gacy's of the world? I don't know. I don't know if they would have. I mean, they hit it. They hit it when they were in
0: like social situations, but I don't know if they would have hit it if they had to take a battery of psychological tests. Ted Bundy might have. I don't don't know know if Gacy would have though because he was not, I mean, I think Ted Bundy was uniquely brilliant in that way. Yeah. Until he wasn't and he just completely lost his shit. But Yeah, I don't know. It's hard. And then you see those things like back to the movies again, like Dead Man Walking. Or oh, the only reason God. he ever even felt any empathy at the end was because he was going to yeah. be executed. Like I remember If, he, if that hadn't losing, happened, he might not have ever gotten it.
1: Yeah. Whatever year that came out, I think I was in high school, and I remember seeing it probably in the theater. Mm-hmm. And I lost my shit. Me too. It was the saddest fucking movie I don't ever. know if I ever cried about a human that much. Really? It was a, I mean,
0: everything it about was it was insane. so tragic. And it was so well It was done. so well
1: done. I didn't realize Sean Penn was such a nut job at the time. So oh, I. He's a good actor. You can get him, give him that. He's just yeah. extreme in his
0: actual life too, I guess. Yes. Yeah. So it's hard to know because then you see some of these people with these super long prison times. And they, they'll even talk about sometimes like, oh, well, it took me like 20 years to finally fucking settle down. And, like, it would be great if we could figure out a way to really identify when that happens Mm -hmm. and then actually start considering people for parole or whatever because just keeping them in there for another 30 years after they've kind of really realized it and really decided they wanted to do something else with their lives seems nonsensical. Though I don't know if you're the victim of one of them. If you would say it is nonsensical, you might want them to stay there no matter what.
1: Well, and I was... I don't remember what I was listening to that I thought about it, but it was something that this, like, monster of a man had done. Like, murders or rapes or just, like, a whole catalog of very nasty things against him. But the only thing that they could hold him and arrest him and try him for was, like, trespassing or, you know, just some, like, garbage charge. Uh-huh. So, now... When these, you know, sob cases come up, like, oh, my God, this guy, Marvin, he's been in jail for 60 years for trespassing. Oh, that sounds terrible. And you're like, everybody wants to think, oh, my God, that's terrible. He stole or he stole like a loaf of bread for his starving family. Like, let's make a musical about it. (laughs) Um But it turns out, no, 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 he actually did, like, five other really terrible things. Right. But the only thing that we could get him, like, incarcerated about was this thing. So that, like, changed my kind of thinking about stuff. Because I feel like I definitely lean towards the, like, oh, my God, you arrested him because, like, he was a black man and he whistled at a white lady. Like, that kind of stuff is obviously garbage. But if he, like... Raped seven people before that, then I'm like, "Mm, no, no. Well, that's not really
0: true, but then doesn't that totally negate what our justice system is? Like, proving beyond a reasonable doubt that they're guilty and et cetera, et cetera. Like,
1: Like, the fallibility of people. Well, it's also, I feel like, the biggest thing in America as far as. The judicial system is the fallibility of jurors because how many super smart, super amazing, super educated people that you know serve very lengthy jury duties? They don't, they don't because they can't, right? Yeah, but they should. Who goes to jury duty? People that don't have jobs, people that don't. I mean, I did.
0: I've served on a jury before, and served on a jury before. I really feel like it's one of those things that I jokingly will be like, "Oh, let's try to get out of it," but I really do feel like it's a super important civic responsibility.
1: But literally, everyone I know tries to get out of it.
0: Yeah, I know most people do, but it's it's so important. It's like it is like what our society is built on. Almost is that jury of your peers idea, and like having smart, educated, capable people.
1: I would be fucking terrified to go. Have a case in front of a jury because I'd be like, I don't. Who are
0: these people? Yeah, I sat on a jury one time and it was the most boring fucking thing in the whole world. I hate. It It was a civil suit. no And it was just like everybody involved was fucking despicable. (laughs) It was just like, oh my god, this is the worst. I hate hate all of you. All of you. Everybody just pay everybody else's lawyers. Nobody gets money. You should actually give the jurors money because we had to listen to you talk for three days, and that was fucking (laughs) awful. And it's hard because you have to totally stay focused and pay attention mm-hmm. and like listen to everything and yeah. Yeah, and I feel like even at the end of the day we made it I think we made a decision to give somebody money. <laughs> and that's the thing like I was totally it against large it in but your memory. It, the thing is <laughs> it's like you have to go by even no matter what you, it's this kind of negates too like yeah. how smart the people have to be because you have to go by the letter of the law. Yeah. And so you have to dismiss your personal feelings about like that guy was totally fucking lying unless but they prove that he, he was do lying this
1: x one thing yeah and no yeah i can't so prove that he did he's a fucking monster but i can't prove that he did this one thing
0: yeah and it was the whole thing was like the guy was trying to serve a subpoena on her because she'd done something and then he uh. said that she kicked him off the porch <laughs> and he fell and got hurt and like the whole thing was just like ugh, you're all disgusting I hate yeah. That idea. Have you ever served on a jury? No. Have you always tried to get out of it?
1: Uh, no, not actively. Yeah. Yeah, you fine. just didn't
0: end up getting called. Yeah, both no. Ian and I have had to sit on juries, which is so interesting. But I'm
1: ready to just sound like a super asshole. So you don't have to. I mean, I probably should mean It would be more
0: interesting than some I of the things you're doing. I probably would like being
1: on a jury, <laughs> actually.
0: The only thing is you can't tell, like, what kind of jury, like, what kind of trial you're going to be on. Right. Like, Ian's, Ian's ended up being, like, some crazy kidnapping thing. Really? Yeah. He had, like, an interesting, I think it was a spousal kidnapping, but still, like, a oh. pretty big deal. Like, took off with the kid, and yeah, had, yeah, yeah. Mm. so it was at least a criminal sort of thing, which is... Infinitely yeah, more interesting than I a would love
1: place. to, you know, land like an OJ or whatever. Then
0: you have to be like, okay, I have two years of my life to give to this. Yeah. I don't know how those people do it.
1: They, how do you take very that much time?
0: Mad. Or you work for the state, I guess, because they pay you anyway. If you work for the government, they pay for you to yeah, be on jury duty. But they don't.
1: But like... You can't anyhow. have like 12 state workers. And no, English I know Trump. you
0: can't, but like my... So my... Any, any of the companies I've ever worked for pay for three days.
1: Yeah. And so, like,
0: I guess that's, maybe they but just figured that's know. the regular
1: amount of a jury. Right. But I can't imagine trial. a company being able to be like, oh, we're going to fire you because you're on the OJ trial. No. Unless you-, you find him not guilty and then you're fucking fired I don't think they're because allowed to f- you're a garbage person. <laughs> I don't think they're allowed to fire you, but I think they can not pay you. <laughs>
0: Oh, which is worse. <laughs> so you can come back when you're done with
1: your you fun can little work trial. You forever, we're just not gonna pay you. <laughs> you know, Isn't that great? I mean,
0: they can pay you while you're gone, and then they have to pay you when you come back. I don't think they can fire you for taking jury duty. I don't think that's it's, legal. No, no. But they cannot pay you to be I there. I don't
1: know if that's true. It is
0: true. They don't have to pay you to be there. Oh,
1: they uh, the court. So will pay then you're you. literally just encouraging people. With garbage jobs to do, or no
0: job really, yeah to do jury duty. I think jury duty pays you like 12 bucks a day.
1: I mean, it's, that's like a bottle of wine a day. Yeah. And maybe some jalapeno poppers. You have to sleep in the courthouse because you no longer
0: can pay your rent. Well,
1: I mean, but if you're in you? one of those, Who maybe you get sequestered commute?
0: and then you're in a hotel anyway. Aha!
1: And then you get cable TV, but no news. Fuck news. It's all fake. I can't watch the news. Oh,
0: God. Have you seen Uh -uh. that whole thing with the Sinclair Broadcasting (gasps) Company or whatever? When they
1: do the like 9 million voices doing the same Same exact personal account of what they feel about fake news. I don't even know like how to feel about life anymore. I don't either. Like, I feel like I'm just feeling pretty bad about it in a very, like, ostrich-in-the-sand kind of way. Like, I'm just going to be like, okay, I guess this is what we're doing now. Like, maybe I buy, like, a bug-out bag or something and, I don't know, just hope I can ride away on my motorcycle in some Mad Max scenario. I think that's probably the best plan. Once you get your ninja skills down... Yeah. And you become... Oh. Gotta work on that. And
0: you'll be you'll be all ready to just deal with whatever comes. I'm pretty sure I'm just gonna die. I need what I need to do is find some cyanide pills. Oh, think, that you can chew like, on. Yeah, I can just take myself out
1: when the end comes and be like, fuck it, I'm out. We're right, done. but don't fuck it up like in the last James Bond where he just like fucks up his creepy face. Oh no, I don't. Did want you to see that. the one with Javier Bardem? <sighs> I think I've seen all of them, but oh. I don't remember. Oh, so he bit it and uh-huh. it just like fucking weirdly ate parts of him oh shit i don't want that to happen oh, that'd so be a terrible bad. way to spend the apocalypse i know or armageddon or whatever, whatever. that would be really bad i just want to go out with the fucking bane i'm
0: just pretty sure all i'm gonna be is like a drag on whoever i'm with because i'm gonna be sort of useless
1: why because i have no
0: survival skills <laughs> oh
1: Okay, so I don't wanna kill someone So what if you found out that there was a meteor coming uh uh-huh. and it was gonna hit us in six months. Okay. We're all gonna fucking be blasted beyond belief into infinite particles. No one will live. Just fucking scorched earth. Okay. Would you do anything different? No really well i mean i wouldn't you not... wouldn't just fucking like drink all the whiskey and do all the oh, dances. oh
0: yeah i thought you meant as far as like getting ready to oh like no. for survival skills because i'm like no we're all
1: gonna die um no like I the think... ridiculous question i think of, i like, would if you knew you'd come back as a baby which was uh... the worst question <laughs> question segment I've ever heard oh, on a yeah. podcast. That was bad. Wait, but am I coming back as like a 40-year-old or am <laughs> I coming back tomorrow? Or am I what?
0: Um I think I would probably not start looking for a job.
1: Because that yeah. would seem pointless. Number one I, <laughs> I would advise you should not do that.
0: <laughs> and I would probably just um yeah I'd probably just ride my horses and enjoy myself and I don't even know. I'd probably try to go to the Maldives. Oh, yeah. yeah, And just spend some time in some clear water, beautiful Mm -hmm, ocean beaches. mm -hmm. But I don't think I would do that much different, would you? Oh, yeah. I'd
1: fucking kill everybody. No. uh, They're all going (laughs) to die anyway. You don't have to kill them. I know, but the joy of getting to kill fucking what? But what if you
0: got caught and then you had to spend your last five months in prison? No, I
1: assume that everyone's just gone Sucking Banana Republic in the last like e- mo- months of our lives. I actually don't. I I would probably just like poke people that I didn't like like really hard in the chest and be like, <laughs> "You were mean to me.
0: You're the worst. And You're, you're the, the worst.
1: worst. And I don't like you. Yeah. And I'm gonna go now. Okay. I feel like that's what I would do. Fair enough. But then I'd obviously like. Probably drink a lot. Do you think? I mean, wouldn't you want to do something else the last few months of your life? Like
0: what? I don't know. Go see beautiful things, or
1: I've seen. I I see beautiful things all the time.
0: Okay. All right. Fair enough. If you want to sit around and drink, that's fine. And no, po- and am people in the I'm gonna the chest. Sit around and
1: drink. I'm gonna go around <laughs> all of the. Places oh, okay. And so drink. you're gonna see beautiful places. Oh and yeah. Drink I'm gonna go have time. like pina coladas in the Okay. All right.
0: And... That's fair enough. You were not you were not that clear the first time around. I didn't understand.
1: Oh yeah. No, I just I mean, maybe I would enjoy something sober, but probably not. Then I would just think about all of my mistakes. Oh,
0: yeah. See I don't think I would start drinking because it seems like that would just fuck it all up. Like, why would I do that? When it's just gonna make me feel sick and I'll act like a retard and I won't
1: do anything cute. I
0: like the world sober. It's, mm. it's not so
1: bad. That's, I love it. Yeah. You're such a unicorn. I'm a little
0: Pollyanna over here. You
1: are. Just They're telling you
0: stories of brutal abuse and destruction of small young people.
1: Yeah. Who, Why do you gotta bring that in? I know. It?
0: I don't know. Somehow it's like this is my weekly purge of all the terrible things. <gasps> and I can just put it all out there on all the people who listen to our podcast Sorry. and to you
1: and then mm. i can just
0: let it go and then go back and be like oh isn't everything great i am such a positive happy person this is That's awesome fantastic.
1: yeah you like it i'll take your garbage
0: <laughs> i'll live with
1: it Oh, will your garbage it doesn't bother me yeah well, so okay.
0: thanks everybody for my weekly dose of therapy yeah all this awful stuff off my chest
1: yeah Thanks uh, Thanks for eating our garbage.
0: <laughs> we appreciate you. We, we appreciate you all of the time. Thank you so much for listening and for participating in the Facebook group and on Instagram. And not very many of you are on Twitter, but you might want yeah, to. Sometimes fun things happen there. Um, subscribe that helps us subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or wherever review you get podcast review it if you it. just
1: give us a little just a little tiny like five star there great review mm-hmm. that's amazing
0: yes that would be amazing changes our lives yes Uh, if you would like to support us financially you can find us on patreon at patreon.com forward slash just the worst mm-hmm.
1: pod
0: I think or podcast you'll find it Yeah, we trust you you're smart yeah uh and all the social media yeah we're everywhere. is there anything else we need to mm-hmm. do we have any new patrons oh we do oh, ah but i'm not gonna remember oh, uh... um Patricia. i know it's terrible i'm just so bad i still owe people stuff i've got a mail shit out oh, i've gone really God. behind you would think you know like when you get a job mm-hmm. or when you don't have a job mm-hmm. that like You'll have time to do stuff. Mm -hmm. And somehow, it doesn't work out that way. Oh no, I'm busy. You know what I mean? Like, mostly. The days get taken up so fast. So many now. I'm thinking it's Shay, somebody. Sorry. We will get you next time. I will give you a Mm -hmm. big shout out and send you gifts and thanks and uh, everything else that you deserve. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Everybody have a great week.
1: We love you. We love you. Call me. And we'll see you next time. Nobody's calling me anymore. (coughs) I don't know what's going on, but I love you. Call (laughs) me.
0: Bye, everyone.